really cool thing happened when Charles Blow guest hosted the Mehdi Hassan show and Amen. He had on three attorneys general, Phil Weiser from Colorado, Dana Nessel from Michigan, and Rob Bonta from California. And he had them on specifically because Nessel and Weiser are Jewish and Bonta is Filipino. There's been a lot of stuff for AAPI Heritage Month. There's been not as much for Jewish American Heritage Month. But I haven't seen anything honoring or involving both groups together. So this was very, very cool. Each elected official told their story and how the hate has elected them. And although Charles Blow is not the best interviewer, this was a really impactful segment. Rob Bonta spoke first about what he's doing to tackle bigotry in California and a really personal story about not wanting his mom to get on a bus. We all bring our lived experiences to our roles. And mine is growing up in America, in California, uh, as a Filipino American. And when you arrive at a place where never, where someone's never been before uh, from your community, it's important to lead with your values, bring your lived experiences, and bring your community with you. So I became attorney general at a time of great uh, pain in the Asian American community. There were attacks and targeting on API community members. And uh, I said to the community then, I say now, I, I see you, I value you, I am you, and I will fight for you and be by your side and defend you against hate crimes. And uh, right now we have a, a, a situation in California throughout the nation where people are being attacked because of who they are, where they're from, how they look, how they pray, and who they love. And it's wrong. Uh, we're better than that, and it's got to stop. So we went all in on addressing hate crimes from day one. We created a racial justice bureau to stand up against the forces of hate. We created an outreach team to work uh, with uh, victims in impacted communities. We provided guidance to prosecutors so they could better investigate and identify hate crimes, and also to set up hate crime units to support communities that are impacted. Uh, we provided uh, guidance on greater victims services that is trauma-informed and culturally competent in language. So we rolled out a plethora of supports and defenses, uh, accountability components for the API community um, at the very beginning. And, and that was because you know, this is personal to me. Uh, in, in the middle of this uh, epidemic of hate, my mom uh, reached out to me and she said, uh, babe, I'm thinking about taking public transportation into the city. Do you think I should? And I knew it. I could tell from her voice she was worried. She was concerned. She was scared, but she didn't want to ask. And I said, mom, um, you might be safe, but right now there's too many hate incidents happening and I want to make sure that you're safe. So, so I'll take you. And that story between us, um, sons and daughters and, and mothers and fathers and, and, and grandparents and family members and loved ones has happened a million times all over this country. And we shouldn't have to have that conversation. And so as Attorney General, I was committed to getting to the root causes and addressing hate crimes. This is where we're at. And I feel like especially now that lawmakers are less safe than ever with what just happened at Rep Connolly's office and Nancy Pelosi's husband. There are two big reasons he wouldn't want his mom to get on a bus. Next is Dana Nessel of Michigan, who was attacked for being a Jewish lawmaker in Michigan back in March. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously it was an incredibly disturbing experience. Um, uh, oddly enough, you know, I've spent much of my career uh, as, a, as a gay woman fighting on behalf of LGBTQ rights for people in this state and around the country. Um, so it was uh, interesting and sort of alarming to me that um, the reason that I've been targeted more than any others is because I'm Jewish, not because I'm gay. Uh, for a long time, I sort of regarded anti-Semitism as something um, out of the 1950s movie. But unfortunately, it's come roaring back, um, you know, more aggressively than ever. In Michigan, we formed a hate crimes and domestic terrorism unit where we focused specifically on complaints um, about bias-oriented crimes and also uh, against various domestic terrorist groups, many of which are white supremacy groups. Um, and the new um, legislation that I'm standing firmly behind would actually expand the classes uh, of groups of people that are involved um, to be, you know, protected by these laws and also increase the penalties. So we're working as hard as we can, but unfortunately, there are more threats now uh, than ever against people based on um, their religion or their ethnicity or sexual orientation or um, race than, than I've ever seen in my career. Hard. 
as a Jew who grew up definitely in a Jewish bubble. I've experienced microaggressions my whole life that I didn't even realize, but the first time I experienced active, intentional anti-Semitism was on this app. So I really relate to the fact that it felt like it was over. She actually grew up not too far from my mom, who also grew up in a Jewish bubble. And I think for a lot of people, it's really hard to understand how some Jews have just felt safe our whole lives. But that's a very real Jewish experience. And it definitely made losing that safety all the more jarring. And finally, Phil Weiser, whose mom was born in a camp. We're living at a very scary time. Anti-Semitism is a leading indicator of toxicity and of real challenges in our democratic republic. If you go to the Holocaust Museum in Israel or in Washington, D.C., you'll see the lead up to the Holocaust involved demonization, attacks on legitimacy of people to practice their faith. That is antithetical to what this country is about. My grandparents and my mom survived the Holocaust and the U.S. Army liberated my mom one week old, along with my grandmother. My mom was born in a concentration camp and they came to this country because of what we stand for. We need to stand united against hate and recognize that hate against any group, whether Jews, LGBTQ, Asian Americans, African Americans, it is an affront to all of us. That's something that we work hard here in Colorado with a hate-free coalition that is led by our Anti-Defamation League. We work to improve our hate crimes law here in Colorado with other state AGs. We've pushed for the No Hate Act on the federal level and I've taken action in law enforcement responses against hate crimes and other acts that target individuals based on who they are. For example, Operation Daylight Burglaries was in Northern Colorado targeting Asian American business owners. We need to stand up for this basic principle that nobody should be demonized or subject to crimes based upon who they are. This nation is about e pluribus unum. For many, we are all one. Mr. Mata, it's been nearly one year since the mass shooting at, Le at Laguna Woods Church. Authorities say the gunman was politically motivated by hatred towards Taiwanese people. What steps have you taken to combat this violence? My mom and I had our mouths agape the entire time he was speaking. There's something really powerful about hearing these stories. I don't know about anyone else who lives in these states, but as someone who voted for one of these people, it makes me feel safer. I know for sure that Rob Bonta gets it. And right now there's a lot of power in that. And I just think seeing Asian and Jewish history and fear together is really important. We're stronger together. And I think seeing these side by side created strength. Happy Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month and happy Jewish American Heritage Month. I hope you found this as powerful as I did. Short Cast Club.